In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. When you have something that is valuable, precious, sentimental, or even priceless, you avoid having many hands touch it or go through many hands. It's like children and cell phones or other expensive electronics, etc. You totally avoid having children go near them so that they do not basically destroy them. As Christians, that is, made in the image and likeness of God, adopted as children of God, in holy baptism, and having been made brothers and sisters of Christ, born with a new and spiritual birth, and drawn near to God, the Father of truth, having received the holy baptism, we too have been warned by Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, not to give a holy thing to dogs. And not to cast our pearls before swine, lest they tread them under their feet and turn and lacerate, that is, tear or make deep cuts within us. Now, the blessed Theophilac comments on this verse, stating that the dogs are the unbelievers and the swine are the believers who lead a filthy, immoral, abominable and shameful way of life. However, this does not withhold the act and application of the verse to the mysteries and theology alone, but rather our dealings with others with what we have been graciously gifted with. You may have missed what I stated a little while ago because I breezed through it unintentionally, but let me precisely and diligently remind you one more time, now take heed. We have been, as Christians, made in the image and likeness of God. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God said, Let us make men in our image after our likeness. We, according to Romans chapter 6 verses 3 and 4, who were baptized into Jesus the Christ, we were baptized into his death. We have a part of his death. We were buried with him in baptism into death. For as Jesus the Christ arose from among the dead in the glory of his Father, in this way we also shall walk in a new life. For if we have been planted as one with him in the likeness of his death, in this way also we shall be in his resurrection. 
through our faith and baptism in Jesus Christ, Christians. And by this, we have been adopted also as children of God. How? Let's state it sequentially. Firstly, St. John states in his proclamation in the gospel of Jesus Christ, John chapter 1, verse 12, those that have received him, to them he, Jesus Christ, gave authority to become the sons of God. Now, listen very carefully. To become, not have been, to become. So there is a process. They have been given the authority to become the sons of God or the children of God, even through them that believe in his name. Where and when did we become his children? St. Paul states it in Galatians chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. For you are all children of God, sons of God, sons and daughters of God, by the faith of Jesus the Christ. Not the faith in Jesus Christ. By the faith of Jesus the Christ. For those who have been baptized into the Christ have put on the Christ. And if we are sons and daughters of God, we became, we become and we are brothers and sisters of Christ. Hence, we refer to one another as brothers and sisters in Christ, through Christ, because we become the children of God. And Galatians chapter 4 verse 6 concludes and seals it as he writes, But because you are children, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into your hearts who cries, Father, our Father. This is the Holy Spirit. And this all in baptism. Let me read to you from the liturgy of uh, the sacrament of baptism what we, what we recite, what the priests recite for the adults when they are baptized. Lo, we come near today towards the token of His passion, which He has verily endured, and from the womb of baptism, which is prepared for us, that from that, that is baptism, we may be born anew. Lo, we are counted His brethren, Jesus Christ, through Him we are nearing towards Thee, O God, the Father of truth, and by His teachings we confess that He is one with His Father and Holy Spirit. For the sake of all these knowledge Thou hast granted us to know Thee, and on behalf of the salvation towards us we will raise praise and honour and confession and worship now and at all times and forever. Amen. And for infants we recite that from the holy vessel of absolving baptism, they are born with a new and spiritual birth to the increase of their faith and their bodies being unspotted with the pollution of sin because they have not sinned yet. Children are ignorant, but they carry the original sin. They may receive a cleansing that changes not and be members of Christ. Listen to this. This is what... You know, when you go back and visit your baptismal videos and, and, um, and uh, pictures, this is what happened to you. This is what you received. You received the cleansing that changes not, and you are or have been made a member of Christ and nurtured at the table of his mysteries. 
and that bodily stature and spiritual increase may together grow up in you and it has been growing in you and that your his grace may instruct you the power of the world to come. These are words from the liturgy of the order of holy baptism. These are not just simple words. What gifts are these, beloved? All through our faith and our baptism in Jesus Christ. And that spirit that you have received through the waters of the baptism, through the anointing of the oil of an unction or anointment, that spirit, St. John writes in his first epistle, chapter 4, verse 4, that spirit that is in you is greater than the immoral, abominable, evil, destructive spirit that is in the world. So there's no excuse, is there? We have the power. I've got the power. Yes, we do. We have the power. Now, having all these unspeakable spiritual gifts of God through Jesus Christ, let us not give them away so easily to God, dogs and swine. Be careful with who you share your love. And I'm speaking about Eros, the romantic, passionate love. Be careful who you share your friendship, your heart, your body, your life, your gifts that you have received. There are dogs, beloved, there are unbelievers out there who will turn on you and tear you limb by limb because they have no association with you, no share in being the children of God. Remember, the dogs are the unbelievers, those who has not, have not received Jesus Christ, have not been baptized, have not received all the provisions in, from the holy waters of the sacrament of baptism. They are not your brothers and sisters in Christ. They don't care. Let me pose you a question. Will you as a brother turn on your sister or vice versa? No, of course not. Why? Because she is my sister. We've shared the same womb. We've shared the same breast and vice versa. Of course not. So therefore, because they, the dogs, referred to in the Holy Scriptures, that Jesus came for them too, by the way. Because they are not our brothers or sisters in Christ, they can turn on us, beloved, and we must be careful that we don't share what is holy, what we have received as children of God through Jesus Christ and the holy baptism, that we don't share because there is a possibility they will turn and destroy. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 to 15. Now, some people don't like to hear these words. Well, let me tell you point blank. It doesn't concern me whether this is going to hurt your feelings. It doesn't concern me if this does not agree with your philosophy and your understanding and your emotion and your feelings. That does not concern me. What concerns me is your salvation. What concerns me is you living a life that is holy and pleasing according to the gospel, as St. Paul instructs. So 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 to 15, do not be associated with those who are unbelievers. Now, 
Paul doesn't tell us not to speak to them, not to love them, not to pray for them, not to show the love of Christ. But Paul is telling us that you should not have any association with the unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with evil? Or what intimacy has light with darkness? What harmony has the Messiah with Satan? What lot has a believer with an unbeliever? And he may be talking about the marital status of believers and unbelievers, but no, we can, we can extend it to our everyday association with our fellow men, be it a dog or a swine. And not just dogs, but also swines, beloved. The fake believers who have their own philosophy and understanding on Christian life and Christianity, their own understanding and feeling and emotions on Christian morals and ethics. You know, when I was young, (laughs) I was told by a very close family member... (laughs) I was told that it's okay to steal from big companies and the rich. It's okay, but not the middle class and the poor. So much for Exodus chapter 20, verse 15, thy shall not steal, right? See, there's a philosophy there. It's okay. You can steal from the rich. You can steal from your company, you know. Take out the fridge in your pocket if you can. You know, steal as much funds as you want from the company. They have plenty of money. But don't, don't touch and don't, um, you know, steal from the middle class or the poor. No, thy shall not steal. When we were young at school, and some of my friends who were hearing from St. John's Park High School, and in particular the Assyrian friends, um, we would approve and tolerate swearing to each other's fathers. Masakh sar kababa. But not to the sisters and mothers. No, 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 no. Let's not mention the mother and the sister. But it's okay. Jada Baba. You know, uh, the whipping, the, the, the father becomes the whipping boy. It's okay. You can swear to your father. Well, I can swear to your father, at your father. When I want to vent my anger, I'll swear at your father. But do not mention mother and sister. No. See, that's foolish. It goes totally against what St. Paul teaches us in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4. You read it. Ephesians 5, 4. Or have you heard the old-time favorite? And I think it's still the old-time and forever favorite. A boyfriend telling a girlfriend or a fiancé. Listen to this, beloved. Fiancé telling a fiancé. You're still brothers and sisters in Christ. Fiancé and fiancé, you're not husband and wife. You have no marital rights whatsoever. None of you have that authority on each other's uh, body. If you love me, you will give me all that I desire. (laughs) Because I love you. And because I love you, I want you to fulfill Oh, you know, show your love by fulfilling my desire. These are the fake, immoral, filthy believers. These are the swine Jesus is talking to about or referring to. Don't throw your pearls. You are a child of God. You are a daughter of God. You are a son of God. You are precious. You have been given something that is so precious that is reserved for that right person. 
that will not have to ask, but has the permission to receive. You know what I'm talking about. 1 Corinthians 13, 5. Love does not commit what is shameful. You love someone, you don't expect that something that is shameful to be performed by them. Husbands and wives as well, beloved. Husbands and wives. You know, we have been given that gift of intimacy, but everything in moderation, not in shameful acts. And I think some husbands and wives who are listening know what I'm talking about. Love does not commit what is shameful, what is evil, disgusting. Neither does it seek its own. It's not provoked. Neither does it entertain evil thoughts. So those who, in the name of love, want something that is so precious and is not right, Jesus is commanding us, do not throw those pearls before these swines, let alone the dogs who are the unbelievers. Yes, you know, uh, last I read Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4, it was quite clear that marriage is honorable with all and their bed is pure, but fornicators and adulterers God judges. You have been given those precious gifts of being pure, and the only person that has the right to claim that gift, I mentioned before and I repeat, is that person that God has blessed to become one flesh with you. So those again in Christianity claiming that in the name of love you must give what I request and what I desire, these are swines. Walk away from them. Be it the male or the female partner. You see, we are a children of light, beloved. In 1 Thessalonians Chapter 5, verse 5, St. Paul beautifully puts it, and, you know, it's a wake-up call. For you are all children of light. We've been illumined in the waters of baptism through the water and the Holy Spirit. And you are the children of the day, and you are not children of night, neither children of darkness. What you have that God has given you what you have been blessed and graciously blessed with, your title, your faith, the Holy Spirit, you being a child of God, meaning being the apple of God's eye, for whom God took on flesh, came down and was ridiculed and was spat at and took the, uh, the crown of thorns and the nails in the hands and the feet and took the ridicule, took the spittle, took the, uh, the, the spear on the side just for you so that you one more time can rightly, as St. Paul says, through God's grace claim Father to be your Father. We have all these gifts Let's preserve them. Let's treasure them, beloved. Let's not be ready to just share with any person. Light has no association with darkness. Evil has no association with good. 
morality has no association with immorality. Be careful. Be on the alert. Satan is like a roaring lion wanting to devour. But again, he that is in you, the Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit that is in you, is greater than he that is in the world. All we need to do is to turn to and be attentive to that spirit. Praise and glory be to his holy name now and at all times and forever. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. For any future topic suggestions or to give us detailed feedback, please visit our link in the show notes, linktr.ee forward slash double edged sword. Until next time, God bless you all.